Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Healing School. Hallelujah. This is a day the Lord has made and we're continually rejoicing and we are glad in it. We thank God for another opportunity to talk to you uh, concerning your healing. Healing. This is a, a very important time. This is a very important year of God's manifestation, uh, supernatural manifestations on your behalf. So we are agreeing that you will say what the word says about you. You will continually stand on what the word uh, has told you to stand on and, and just continually believe, expect this year like never before. So Father, we just glorify you and thank you for another day. Thank you, Lord. Though we're not right together, Lord, we are together. We're in your presence, Lord. And we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to have your way minister to every person that is here. We thank you for you showing yourself big and strong. Holy Spirit, illuminate this word. Bring it back to our remembrance. All the things that you have taught us help me to minister to your people as never before. We thank you, Lord, that you hasten your word to perform it on our behalf. You are the God that heals us and takes sickness away from the midst of us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you're a big God and you like doing big things. And Lord, we're just trusting you trusting you and we're believing you. We are believers and we stand on your word today to minister to every person, everyone that is tuned in purposely or accidentally, whatever way that you came on today, God has a word for you. And so we thank you. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for how you're going to minister and be glorified in everything that's said and done in Jesus name. Amen and amen. All right. Well, this is Healing School. And uh, we're going to jump right in. So today we're going to be talking about uh, we want to remove the label of impossible. We want to remove the label of impossible because our word, the word of God, which we'll be getting into is basically letting us know all things are possible to him that believe. And with God, nothing is impossible. Now, now, whether we understand exactly what he means by that, but I trust his word. And, and he wants us to remove every label that would say that it would be impossible. So we want to look to our uh, first scripture today. And our first scripture today is in Proverbs 18, 21. For you, many of you, it may be very familiar, but we never let a familiar scripture become familiar especially in the day that we're living in right now, 2021, the super uh, 2021, the year of supernatural manifestations. We want to say the right thing. So what does it say here? It says death and life are in the power of the tongue, death and life. This is very serious talk right now. See, because from day to day, we're going to have different things that face us. So what happened yesterday has nothing to do with today is what I say today out of my mouth. Death and life are in the power of that tongue, that small member the scripture talks about, but it can bring so much, make such a difference in our lives. So power tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And I want to look at it in the New Living Translation because it kind of breaks it down just a little bit different, but it's basically saying the same thing. It says the tongue can bring death, or life. It can bring death or life. Those who love to talk 
Now, if you're going to talk, <laughs> talk the right thing. You know, there's if you and that's why it kind of says be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. Just be kind of slow about what you're saying. Think about it. Pastor talks about a friend that he had that uh, has uh, that always would take so much time uh, when he got ready to speak. And he was wondering, you know, why it takes so long to answer It's like, are you still here? You know. But the friend let him know, hey, I'm thinking it. I, I don't just say something off the top of my uh, head. I, I think about what I'm going to say. So we encourage you in this year of 2021, where God wants to manifest himself in a big way. We're taking off the label again of impossible. We're going to help you to, to just uh, hear what the word says and we put confidence in the word and then we say what the word says because those who love to talk you're going to reap the consequences of what you say and so we want to say and i want to reap i want to reap healing this year how about you i want to reap deliverance this year i want to uh, uh, get breakthroughs i want to reap all that god has for me so very important death and life Okay, not what somebody else said. Am I going to say? I'm going to say, uh, life, life-giving words. I'm going to say things that that are, are what God has promised me. Because these scripture says all His promises are yes and amen. If He's promised it, I'm going to stand on it. And if He wants it for me, He says He just wants to bless. It's His good pleasure to give you the kingdom, and so He wants to bless you. It's okay. So we're going to look also in Proverbs 13 and three. In the King James Version, Proverbs 13 and 3, it says, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. I know, I know I've been around several years, so I know sometime you feel that pain, you feel that discomfort, you kind of want to say what you're feeling. But I'm telling you right now, you want to be careful what you say. And we're very careful. Pastor and I are very careful. We're, you know, we're, we're two together, been together next month going to be 48 years so we've been helping each other along but he'll be going through something and and I said what's what's going on how you feel and he'll just he said you know you know basically I'm blessed you know I'm healed and I know many people will say you guys are crazy you know that is so wrong you're basically they I think they say you're lying no I'm blessed. The Lord says that I'm blessed. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come out, blessed when you come in. Okay. So I, I say that I'm blessed. I know that I'm going to get my manifestation right now. I don't have the full manifestation. I'm not saying that everything, you know, is, is right, but I'm not going to say anything until I can come up with the right thing. Okay. So until I can come up with the right thing, I'm just going to say, that I'm blessed. And you should say, or I'm healed. This is what we say to each other. We help each other. And you say, oh, no need of me asking you because I know you're going to say basically what the word says that, and you're standing and it works for us, you guys. It's worked. It's worked. We've gone through some different things, but we've said what the word says about us and it works and we want to uh, just help you we're going to get into some things today not only do does the word tell us but there's other people that have gone through life and they've lived long lives and blessed lives because they took off the label of impossible they took off the label 
of impossible. And you can be around a lot of negativity all your life. You can be around a lot of unbelief all your life. But I'm talking to you right now. I'm not talking about who you've been around. I'm telling you that death and life is in the power of your tongue. And he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. I'm here for your life right now. Okay, I'm helping you to, to not open wide your lips because if you open wide your lips, you talk too quick, you bring in destruction in your life, according to Proverbs 13 and 3. And we want to look at that also in the um, New Living Translation of that same scripture. It says, those who control their tongue, ooh, what does it say? Those who control their tongue will have a long life. That goes to, I mean, we're talking about healing today, but that goes too with some of the people that just got to tell you a piece of their mind and just get in your face and you ain't going to talk to me like that. And uh, you know what? You're going to have to deal with me. Are you talking and you talking yourself into a whooping many times? Okay. Just walk away. Okay. Or you like, nobody going to talk to me like that. And you know what? You just met your match. You know, you're going to have to you know, deal with me. Well, you might get dealt with and you might whoop them this time. But you want to be careful what you put yourself into. So those who control their tongue will have a long life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. You know, one scripture says basically it's better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. So don't talk too quick. Don't give yourself away. Don't speak death over your life. Speak life into your life. So those who control their tongue will have a long life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. So opening your mouth, saying that it's impossible. Okay. So we're removing that label of impossible. You say it's impossible. What? Guess what? To you, it is impossible. Okay. If you say it's impossible for me to, to uh, get past this condition in my body, then you're speaking death to it. And we want to remove that label because nothing is impossible with God. I think I did a, a, one of the lessons before and I told you how I just looked up some of people who have gotten over different diseases that have, they have said that you could never get over. And I think one was that pancreatic cancer. So people feel like, you know, if that happens, it's just all over. And, uh, but I looked up and I read where this man dealt with it for over 40 years and he walked in health and he stood on uh, what he believed. You know, I don't know if he knew the word like we know, but see, we're we are trusting in God and we're trusting God's word. So how much more should we believe? But it can't be done because he took off the label of it's impossible to live and have a, a, a long life with pancreatic cancer. He had a plan or he had belief and he spoke what he believed and it changed his condition. So don't let nobody, you know, whatever is going on in your body, say and believe, see what's in you is going to come out. So that's why I want it to be a part of you. I want you to believe the word of God. I want you to believe what God's plan is for your life and then take the label off, say, the right things. Make sure that's what's coming out of your mouth because death and life is in the power of your tongue. So we're going to take the labels off. And in the new uh, living translation, again, it says those who control their tongue will have a long life. Control what's saying, what, what 
what you're saying out of your mouth. Okay, you say, well, I might not live to be 80 or I might not live to be 100, but you'll live a much longer life than it is, you know, some of these people that are dying so 20, 30 years old. You know, those who control their tongue will have a long life. How long? As long as you can keep saying the right thing. As long as you can keep uh, believing the right thing. See, if you start believing at one point and then you stop believing, then you start saying, oh, I used to say this and, you know, but I'm old now. No, no. Take the label of impossible off of your life and live as long as you want. You know, scripture says there's a point uh, for all of us to leave. No, but we can make our appointment. I believe I can make my appointment and I believe I can take the label of my life, that label of impossible. You know, it's coming up as a kid. I almost dared people to say what I couldn't do. It's like I wanted to prove them different. And so now that I'm, I'm in, in the Lord, it's the same kind of thing. I like to prove. And it's scripture tells us as far as our giving and prove we can uh, prove him by our obedience to him. Prove me and see, won't I? See, everything comes with that, uh, not just finances, but every area. Because he says, I'll rebuke the devourer when you tithe, when you, you obey him and you're giving. I'll rebuke the devourer. Well, a part of rebuking the devourer is the enemy trying to take my life. So that's why it's so important for us to read the whole word and follow and be uh, led by the spirit in every area. See, I can have confidence in that because I'm doing what God told me. And I know that he's rebuking the devourer and what the enemy wants to take my life early because I am saying the right things that I believe the right things and the word is working for me. So we see that there and then in Matthew 7. So we're going to give you just some scriptures to help you take the label of impossible off of your life. I like to just drench you. I think Jerry Seville used to say, he says, I'm a stickler for the word. And that's kind of what I am. And and I, I am. I just I just believe the word. I don't care about what everybody else say. Thank God I read a lot of books and I would like to hear what other people say. But it's the word. Jesus is the word. OK. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And that's from the beginning was and is so exactly what we stand on for our healing to um, grasp that manifestation of his power on our behalf. So doing what he says. And one of the things is saying with me, nothing is impossible. So in Matthew 12, 37, it says for by by thy words, thou shall be justified. And by thy words, what you shall be condemned and I know that you probably got some family members like everybody else. All of us have family members that are like, girl, you better say what's going on. You don't be listening to all that faith stuff and all that, you know, name it and claim it, stuff like that. No, you claim what the word says. He says death and life is in the power of your tongue. For with your words, you shall be justified. Okay. And by thy words, you shall be condemned. Yes, you have to do all the other little things that go along with it. Yes, you should take care of yourself. Yes, you should obey the laws. Yes, you should um, line yourself. You should do um, handle your business. But while you're handling your business, by your words, you're going to get the victory in the different areas of your life. And today we're, we're dealing with healing. And you can have healing 
by your words, you shall be justified. And by that word, you can be condemned. Okay. And also in that Matthew 12, it's talking about what's in you. It's going to come out of you. And so can, can clean water come out of a dirty fountain? You know, it's just, we should have clean on the inside. And then when it's on the inside, it comes out of us. I heard the word. I believe what Jesus did for me. I believe it was done for me way back when he bore the stripes for me. I believe that I'm healed. I believe it. So that's what I say. I believe I'm a believer and I'm not a doubter. See, if you doubt, you'll do without. If you believe, you will receive. And then you say what you believe and you can have it. Oof. You can have it. Uh, old song said, I tried him and I found out that he's all right with me. The old song says, he's real, he's real. Jesus is real to me. I want him to be real to you. I want you to be able to sing that song. Uh, younger people don't know nothing about that song, but there's other ones. He's real. Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes, he gives me victory. So many people doubt him. <laughs> but I can't live without him. How? Why can't I live without him? Because I tried him and I found out. Throughout the years, throughout the years, he has been my healer by me saying what his word said about me. When I wasn't, when I wasn't feeling good, y'all, I mean, you don't get to 68 years this year without going through some changes, some physical changes in your body. Okay, so this is not, you know, for ladies, you know, that time of the month and all that kind of stuff. Hey, I'm a woman just like everybody else. I said what I believed was mine. And I said, I'm not going to have those cramps like everybody else. I'm not going to have those female problems. I'm going to do, you know what? And, um, and I believed it. And then the Lord started showing me some different things. Listen to me, ladies, listen to me. You know, there's certain things that the Lord will tell you what to do. One of them was my husband got into my business. Okay. You know, I got married in 19 and he was telling me, I don't want you doing certain things and wearing certain things. And I was like, man, this is my personal body. <laughs> uh, I want to take care of it this way and not to get gross here. But again, I'm talking female things. So, you know, when the tampons came out and then they were talking about this sock, uh, toxic syndrome that was going on with a lot of people. And when, you know, things was happening, it's kind of deep here without getting into a whole lot of de detail but a lot of people were getting infections and and um just uh terrible challenges with their female organs and he just said you know i don't want you doing that and i said in the name of jesus when i i should be able to do my body the way i wanted but he you know he's my husband i could have did what i wanted to do and there's many women that have done what they wanted to do and, you know, had many, many problems with it. But I, I listened to him. So I really believe some of the challenges, you know, that I wanted to had to get rid of a lot of the my, my different organs, different things going on in, in that area. I believe is because I paid attention to Holy Spirit speaking through my husband for my health. OK. And um so I never had any of those kind of challenges. 
And I believe it's because I heard and I spoke what I wasn't going to have. Now, when I, when I say I wasn't going to have these problems, I didn't know I was going to have a husband who was going to get in my business and tell me what I wasn't going to do, which meant that that was something the Lord speaking through him, I believe, to, to help me uh, in those different areas. So uh, there's different ways that God will take care of you. Again, uh, I could, say, could bring it out and in a women's meeting, I might go into it even deeper. But I'm just saying, when you pray and you believe and you speak and you say, speak life over yourself, it'll come in different ways. The Holy Spirit will show you how to take care of yourself. It may come from a preacher over the pulpit. He won't be talking uh, in uh, in graphic ways, but he'll be speaking the word of God. And you'll know that this this is concerning me, concerning this area in my life. Uh, without him going into detail, you'll know in your spirit that God is speaking to you. So God will speak to you and he'll guide you. And then you believe. So I believed that God was going to take care of me and he took care of all my organs. He took care of all my tubes and everything. And, and, uh, and praise the Lord. If I wanted to, Pastor keep messing with me. He says, you know, you should have another child. You know what? He just talking smack, you know, because he don't want no more kid. But I believe if I wanted to, I could do that. But I ain't going to do it. <laughs> OK, but um, by thy words, you will be justified. And by thy words, you shall be condemned. OK, so we can say what we believe and then we trust God and then we let him lead us. Let the Holy Spirit That's what I'm saying, how the Holy Spirit will lead you when you speak it out of your mouth. Then the Holy Spirit will lead you and he'll show you, he'll lead you into all truth. He'll bring different people. And I, I said, I brought my husband and the Lord used him to speak to me. And I know that I know that my body is healthy in, in these areas because I heated and I didn't, uh, I didn't appreciate it at the time because I didn't understand. But because scripture tells me to submit as unto the Lord, I did what God told me to do. And I give God praise for now because I believe uh, God knew what I needed to do to be healthy at this stage in my life. All right. So we saw that in the King James, Matthew 12, 37. Let's look at it in the New Living Translation. It says the words you say will either equip, equip you, acquit, acquit you. Get you out of it or condemn you. Okay. The words you say will either clear you or it'll condemn you. So the words you say, okay, it's very important what we say. We want to be, uh, uh, take that label of impossible off of our lives is what we say. So we normally say what we believe. And that's why in healing school, we want to work on your believing. I'm giving you these scriptures so you can believe faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, the word of God coming in and Lord, okay, I'm going to, I heard Sister Doe talking about what's coming out of my mouth. Normally I just say whatever I feel and, and I've been having all these challenges, but now I'm going to listen to her and realize that by my words, I can be justified or condemned and I'm going to say the right things. Death and life is in the power. I want life. So guess what? She's saying that I should speak life and that's what I'm going to do. The Holy Spirit is going to help you do that because you are taking the limit off of God and you're taking that label of impossible off of your life. Okay.
So let's look at Mark 10, 27. Mark 10, 27 in the King James Version. And that's basically the, the theme, scripture, what we're looking at. And he said, Mark 10, 27, King James, it says, And Jesus, looking upon them, saith, With men, <laughs> it is impossible. Wow. But not with God. For with God, all things are possible. So healing school is helping us to get to know God. With men, it's, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. We believe that all things can change in, in our lives when we put our trust in God, when we put our trust in the word. And then as we were saying, faith comes by hearing. So the more words you hear, the more of uh, the scriptures you read and you get it on the inside of you. See, I've learned to memorize some of these scriptures and, and just say them. They just come out. You heard me say different times. When I sneeze, I, I don't say, God bless you. Yeah, I want to bless me. That's fine. But I say, by Jesus stripes, I'm healed. I don't know what that sneeze came from. I don't know where the cough came from. I don't know. But I say, that's what I say. I'm not condemning anybody. If you say, assume whatever the German phrase is, I always get it kind of messed up. But you know what I mean? Or, you know, God bless you. And it's okay. I might bless you. I'm going to bless you. And I'm, But I'm also saying, by Jesus' stripe, you're healed. Because that's what I believe. And that's what I say. And it's just another opportunity for me to say that I'm healed. No matter what it is. And it's not a bad habit, you guys. It's not bad to say what the word says. So it says here, and Jesus, looking upon them, said, with men. He's looking upon them. But men, it is impossible with God, but with God, but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. I pray that somebody's listening to me and you're just saying, wow, the doctor said this is going to happen and this is impossible for this to be different. I'm praying that your faith is being built up even as I'm speaking to you. That you are saying, no, it is not impossible. And you get that same um, thrill or, or zeal about you just to, to just really believe it in your in, inside and say, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him that I am going to live and I'm going to have a, uh, a life worth living. I'm going to have a quality of life. I'm going to have a quality of life. And it's because of God. Not to say that they don't know what they're talking about because they do. They know a lot of great things and thank God for them. But they also know that they can't, they don't know everything and they do know that they are practicing. So when you know that you know that you know that with God, nothing is impossible, then you say it and you believe it and you say it even when you don't feel it. You say it when it's, you, you know, you're still dealing with some discomfort but you say it. Okay, there's a realm you can get into. I'm telling you, in worship, that God, you know, it's just like you're you're you've got a dose or, uh, you know, been drugged up. You just get into worship, and you just kind of want to stay there because in the presence of God, the Scripture says there's fullness of joy, and life, forevermore. So, you get this on the inside, and Jesus, looking upon them, said, 
looking upon them. He loves them and he's looking upon them. And he says, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. Not with God. Come on, y'all. Hear me. Hear me what I'm saying. That you're going to have to continue with this pain all your life. Not with God. Lord, I don't know who you're going to who you're going to bring in my life. I don't know what you're going to do, but I know this is not impossible for you. And you've got a way to bring me out. And I'm telling you, y'all, when you get these manifestations in your life, it's important that you tell it to your children, tell it to your neighbors, tell it to those that are around you. Let them know that God's word is true. Every man is a liar. Let every man be a liar, but let God's word be true in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's look at three things. I'm going to got some points to look at here. Let's look at three things that happen when you label things as impossible. What happen, happens when you label things as impossible? Number one, listen closely. You give into the fear of failure when you label things. These are two things I want you to think about. When you give in to the label of impossible, number one, you give into the fear of failure and you kill your own faith and your motivation. That's what happens when you accept that label of impossible. Okay, one more time. You give into the fear of failure. And I'm not kind of trying to put any condemnation on anybody. I just need you to know what you're doing when you don't say with God, all things are possible. And I'm taking off the label of impossible. So when you don't do that, you're giving in to failure and you kill your own faith and you kill your motivation. I want you to stay motivated. I want and, and this is what healing school is about. We're teaching you. We're building you up prayerfully this week you're better than you were last week and you get better and better as you grow so we don't want to give in to this label because then you're giving in to fear and failure and that kills your faith and it kills your motivation you're not motivated so that's what it does number one number two you risk settling for less this is what happens when you take off uh, when you have that label, okay, you risk settling for less. Okay, and then what happens when you settle for less? Then what God wants you to have, you don't you don't have it. You don't have what God wants you to have. So when you, you risk settling for less than what God wants you to have, that's what you do when you, you give in to that label and you accept the label of, of uh, impossible. Okay, you risk settling for less than what God wants you to have. God wants you to have more. God wants you to believe him. God wants you to stand on it. God wants to work miracles. God wants to manifest his power in this year of uh, uh, supernatural manifestations. So don't settle for less than what God wants you to have. Woo. Ooh, I just I just know we're going to hear and we're going to see some manifestations and y'all going to get in your own quiet time and you're going to let people know outside. But you're going to have your good shouting time when you 
uh, hear what I'm saying. You take that label off and you say, he is real. He's real. Jesus is real to me. This is what God did. So many people doubt him, but I can't live without him. They can call me stupid all they want to call me stupid, but God did this for me. Okay. So you're, you're, you're not losing your faith. You're going to get what God wants you to have. So, and number three, you are excluding God from the equation. Okay. When you, when, uh, when you receive that label of impossible, you are excluding God from the equation and you cut yourself off from the what? The greatest power in the universe. The greatest power in the universe. Most a lot of people know about the power. You know, and some people just call it the universe. We call him God. God is the maker of heaven and earth. So when you put that label of impossible on your life, on your condition, you are excluding God from the equation. Get God back in there. God wants to be God in your life. He is the God of the, of the universe. And if you do that, you cut off, you're cut off from the greatest power in the universe. <laughs> I'm glad that I know him. I know him and he's my God. He's my God. He's our God. And he is going to do it for you because you are a believer. See, some people don't know him, so they don't know how to believe. So you may run into some of them and they may try to talk you out of what you believe. Don't let nobody talk you out of who you serve and, and what he has promised you and what you've already known him to do. See, like I said, with all these years through my life, I have experienced certain things. So there's certain uh, times in my life I can go back and re remind the enemy or remind myself in case I forgot when I needed him at another time in my life. And he came through for me when I was in pain and when I was in discomfort, you know, I was just uh, exercising uh, this morning and I was just getting ready to get into a, a, another ugly dance. Cause I remember uh, some stretches that I couldn't, couldn't do. Some different things that I could just only uh, uh, stretch a certain amount. And then when I got to where I could get all the way, get my leg all the way up, pull it up and back. Okay, one of my stretches that I like to do. And I remember like toward the end of last year, I, I got the manifestation. So I was rejoicing when, it, when I was exercising again. This morning and doing my stretches, I got ready to dance all over again, okay? Because this is something God did for me, something that I didn't settle for. I didn't accept that label of impossible when it just wasn't happening. It was very painful to do it, but I kept trying to do it. And I said, one day, I kept saying, okay, death and life is in the power of time. I kept saying, one day, I'm going to be able to get this knee all the way, pull back. And then I kept working at it until, like I said, toward the end of last year, it started working. But again, this year, I can still do it. Okay. So that's why I say you don't get a manifestation and then you forget about it. You keep thanking God for the different things that he does for you. And I thank God I'm getting older and I'm getting better. 
Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. The Lord is able to do. And so you just thank him for each one. So as he does things in your life, you keep speaking life and you keep saying what you know is God's best for you. There's things God wants to do in your life. So don't don't get him out of the equation and then settle for less than what he wants to have. Wants you to have. There's things that he wants you to have. He brought you, he's got you on this earth and he wants you to feel like you want to be here. He wants you to be able to enjoy your life. So until you get your full manifestation, you just keep saying one day I'm going to be able to do this or I'm going to be able to do that. And you thank him until that manifestation comes. And then when that manifestation comes, you keep thanking him. You keep thanking him. Because now there's going to be something else I'm going to need him to do. And because he did this for me, I know he's going to do the other thing, whatever else I need. So I'm believing for it. been jogging a little bit more. You know, got a little energy to do it. You know, the enemy saying, you know, you'll never be able to do that again. No, I, I uh, some things you don't want to do necessarily. But then it's like, OK, what? You saying I could never do it again? Oh, no. Don't tell me what I can't do because that gives me motivation to do more. Okay. So I ain't going to get into foolishness. I ain't going to try to run no, you know, no Spartan race or nothing like that. But until, I mean, if that's where it leads me eventually, maybe so. But right now, I'm just thankful for my health and strength. And I'm not going to let the enemy put any labels on me of what I can and cannot do. Okay. Nothing is impossible with God. So each one of us have our different lives. That's why it's, it's not important or not, not good to compare yourself with other people. Well, I'm better than they are. And I have this. No, there's more that God wants to do in your life. Or I'm less than they are. No, we're all his family. And we all have things to do. And I need you in healing school to know who you are. And I want you to believe God for what God has for you. For you, he wants to prove his self to you. So you can say all doubts are settled. I know, I know he's real. All doubts are settled. I know he's my healer. I know he's my deliverer. Okay, with God, nothing is impossible. And I want you to kind of be challenged like me. When they tell you what you can never do again and that you won't live past this or you won't be able to ever walk again or you will never be able to to stand and and on your own you'll never be in that position ever ever okay so um you serve the god of the universe and because of that um he has great things for you so i was looking and doing some study i like history i like looking at some different uh, history books concerning uh, whatever subject I'm on. So I like to do use the word, but I also like to do a little study on it. So on the subject, and I saw where in the 1970s, in the 1970s, all oil, oil prices, all oil prices went through the roof. 1970s, I was around, but I wasn't doing, uh, let's see, in the 70s, I wasn't even driving. Okay. So, but that was when all the oil prices was uh, going through the roof. And automo uh, automobile makers, uh, they were they were ordered, okay, were ordered to build more fuel 
uh, the more fuel efficient cars. Okay. They made them, they wanted them to build more oil efficient fuel efficient cars. Okay. Because the prices were going through the roof. And so uh, they, they, they had a problem and they went, it, it says, uh, so during that process, let me read it to you. It says during the process, one manufacturer asked a group of senior engineers, listen closely. I want y'all to pay attention to this. During the process, one manufacturer asked a group of senior engineers to drastically reduce the weight of cars they were designing. And I want you to listen closely because um, I don't want to get too far off. But sometimes when they're asking people to do something after they've got a lot of experience, because we said they went to the senior people. Well, seniors can sometimes get to doing things the senior way. And I uh, remember, you know, you might have heard me say, I was in, uh, they used to say in the church, it says, the people, the older saints would say, I've been in the way a long time. I've been in this way. Y'all can't tell me nothing. I've been in this way a long time. And we told them, yeah, that's the problem. You've been in the way. So here, these senior engineers, you know, they just said it's impossible because they have so much knowledge in themselves. They think, you know, we're, we know all the, you know, we know everything. So it can't be done. So they went to them uh, and they, they worked on the problem. So the seniors worked on the problem and stretched and searched real hard for solutions. But they finally concluded, listen, the seniors, the people that have been doing it a long time, they finally concluded that making lighter cars couldn't be done. <laughs> they just couldn't be done. Okay, again, possible. They put a label on it. It's impossible. They said it couldn't be done. They said it would be too expensive. They said it would present too many safety concerns. Okay. So what did the manufacturer and automakers do? Listen, what they did. After you told them it was impossible, what did they do? They gave the problem to a group of less experienced engineers. Less experienced. Okay. Maybe it's just some faith people, some people that, you know, that don't got all this head knowledge. I just got some faith and I believe. Okay. So they went to, they took the problem to some less experienced engineers and the new group, what did they do? They found ways to reduce the weight of the company's automobiles by hundreds, hundreds of pounds. How could they do that? Because they did what? They believed. They believed solving the problem was possible and it was. Okay. So we're talking about faith on this side, but I'm telling you, they, the story goes that they went to certain people that had knowledge that had been doing it a long time, had experience, and they said it can't be done. But they took it to somebody else who believed, took it to another group who believed. Okay. And they were able to do it. 
How could they do it? Because they believed solving the problem was possible, and it was. Every time you remove the label of impossible from a task and include God in it, okay? I'm not saying you can do this by yourself, but you include God in it. You include his word. Talks about in the name of Jesus, you sign it with his name. I am healed by Jesus Christ. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. I have the victory, not in myself, but in the name that is above all names. So you include God in it. You raise your potential. You raise your potential from average to off the chart. Whew. God wants his people to move from average to off the chart. This year of supernatural manifestations, God wants you to move you from average to off the charts. Hallelujah. This year, and pastor's uh, given that a uh, little subtitle to that. He said, this is your time. So this is our time to see the manifestations of God. Take that label of impossible off of your life. And, and let's rejoice together. Let's rejoice together. Let's talk about the goodness of God. Tell somebody what God has done for you. See, a lot of times people don't want to tell people because they say, what if it goes away or what if it comes back? See, that's the, all the kind of things that the enemy would love to try to tamper you with. No, it's it, it's done. It's done. And God is going to see that's when it's really inside of you. He's done that to me. He says, oh, you don't want to testify. You don't want to tell nobody uh, what happened, because if you tell somebody, what if it comes back? Then you got to you got to learn how to talk back to him. Scripture says casting down imaginations and high thing, every high thing that it would exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Catch that thing. Catch that thought. Oh, that's not my thought. It is not going to come back. God has healed me. He's delivered me. And if it do try to come back, I'm still healed by his stripes. I'm healed. So I'm going to keep saying what the word says because I'm taking that label of impossible off of my life. But no, we need to talk about the goodness of God. Brother Hagen said healing is a dinner bell for the world. When they start seeing us mentally healthy, Okay, no drugs can give me this joy. No alcohol can give me this joy. No drugs can give me this peace. No drugs can give me even the health. Okay, because drugs don't give you health. Drugs take care of the pain and the discomfort. But the Lord is your healer. So you want him to get to that root of that problem. And then when you believe and you get past like some of those senior people that say it can't be done. No, I've, I've done that. I tried that and it'll never be done. Give it to somebody that <laughs> my mama used to say, I'm just foolish enough to believe. Give it to somebody who's foolish enough to believe that it can be done. And that's what those uh, younger engineers saw. And they were able to do it because they believed. And that's so important. That's what I'm, I want to share with you today. So, um, also, uh, I did some, you know, some more reading and I heard about George Bernard Shaw. Some of you have heard of him. He was known for his insistence and he did many quotes, but he was known for his insistence. Like, you, you not going to get me to stop too quickly. You know, if I believe something, I'm going for it. 
I'm going for it. You can talk about me all you want. You can talk against me all you want. You can call me all kind of foolish names or whatever. I am going to be insistent or persistent and uh, and get what. So he was an Irish playwright. Many of you have heard of him. A critic and a political activist. Okay. So he didn't say he was a man of God. He didn't say he was a man of faith. He just said he was a playwright and a critic and a political activist, but he was born in 1856. That was a little bit before our time. And he died though in 1950, just a few years before I came on the scene. He had many great quotes and I just wanna hit some of those quotes that he made. Somebody that was insistent, somebody who believed and he was known for his insistence. So I'm I'm trying to help y'all to know, be consistent with the word of God, be persistent with the word of God, okay? Know what he says and take that label off. So one of his quotes says, um, uh, he said, some men see things as they are and say, why? Some men see things as they are and they just say, why? He says, I dream of things that never were. And I say, why not? I like that. I like that. I'm going to say it one more time. Some men see things as they are and they say, why? Why Why did this happen to me? And then he says, I dream of things that never were. There never was a, a, a cure for this. But I say, why not? <laughs> why not? And why don't it start with me? I'm insistent. I believe it can be done. I believe it can be done. So I just say, why not? You say, why? Why did I get this? Okay, why not? So that I can see the salvation of the Lord. So I can see the deliverance in my life. Okay. And then he made the, another statement. He says, uh, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Okay. You create through the word of God, through faith in the word of God. This may not have been in my family. See some things in my life, you know, um, it's just so different. I'm creating a different life. I thank God for those who went before me. But God has a plan for my life to do greater things. So life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Okay. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus and you're a new, new creation, you're a new species, and it's not about finding yourself, it's, finding, it's about creating yourself to who God has made you to be, okay? It's not, it's, it's him working in you. Again, we're putting him in the equation, okay? Again, Shaw was speaking, but it's about what you can make of yourself, and I'm going back to Joshua 1 and 8, so in case you're trying to say, well, Siskido, what are you trying to say? No. He says, this book of the law in Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Meditate on the word. So that's how you create yourself. And then it says, uh, day and night, and says, and then you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. You make your way. You make your way. You create your life. You create your physical uh, well-being. You create your mental state. 
you create your environment around you. You create life for you and your family. So glad that I can not only live it for myself, but I can pass it on to my children and my children's children. I'm seeing it happening in their lives and I'm so thankful. So I am not just trying to find myself for who is that to find? No, but I'm making my way prosperous and I'm gonna have good success physically, mentally, financially, socially in every area of my life. Why? Because I'm taking the label of impossible off of my life. You know, a lot of people are dealing with what's going on in the world right now. Nobody gonna make you. You create your way. You do and stay where God has brought you in your life and you keep hiding the word of God. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I won't sin against you, Lord. Your commandments are yes and amen for me and I'm trusting your word. Okay, I'm gonna get moving. Okay, and he also made the statement, he said, youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> As we get older, it's like young people don't know. And my heart is just overwhelmed hearing all the deaths of the young people that are taking their lives. And, and they're not understanding that they're here. They're, they're, they, they've got so much purpose in their life. They have so much potential. And their life is so much more than than getting likes and, and being popular in this area, but it's wasted on the young. Youth is wasted on the young. And he says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. Okay, listen, we grow old because we stop playing. Okay, and I like having fun and I think we should all continually have fun. So again, we don't stop playing because we get old. We get old because we stop playing. We want you to believe the Lord. We want you to keep enjoying your life. See, every day when I see his blessings, it's just like a, a new day to me. When I wake up in the morning, thank you, Lord, for another day. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm excited like I was when I was a kid. Another day, you know, we would just run and play. Now I got other responsibilities, but I still thank him for another day to see his glory, to see his goodness, to see his deliverance, his manifestation, and to be able to help somebody else to see uh, what he has for them. So don't stop playing. Keep having a good time. He says laughter is, uh, a merry heart is good like a medicine. Okay, so we should keep a merry heart. Should we stop? We should not stop playing. Okay, we're getting older. Everybody's growing older. And uh, so during that time, we should be keep growing. Okay, so progress is impossible without change. Okay, so we're talking about it. So what I'm talking about, we're going to take that label off the impossible. Progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Okay, progress is impossible without change. So I'm talking to somebody right now that you've used like, this is good, I'm listening, but I, and you know, this is just the way it is. I'm not about to change. Well, it's impossible without change for you to move forward. You said, well, I'm good where I am. Well, I'll keep listening. I'm believing God has something even better for you. And it says, and those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. So we want you to change your mind concerning this label that's on you. And you 
take that label of the impossible off of you. And you're going to get progress because you're going to change your mind about it so that you can get what God has for you. Another quote he said is life spent making mistakes is not only a more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. So you say, well, I'm not going to do anything because I might make a mistake. Well, he's letting you know here a life spent making mistakes. Okay. And the more we get into the word, you know, we won't have a whole lot of mistakes. But as we go in life, don't be afraid to make a mistake. He said, a life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life doing nothing. So you pick yourself up and you start again and you learn from your mistakes. Remember, you learn from your mistakes, anything that you've missed coming forth, but you got to do something. You got to believe for something. You got to work at something so that your life will be fulfilled. Anybody that's just a hermit, they're just depressed and it's just a matter of time when their life is over and they haven't helped anybody and they haven't allowed anybody to help them. So it's important for us to take the label of impossibility off of our life. Uh, he made a statement and we've got to hold on to for this one. He says, I learned long ago, never, never, never wrestle with a pig. <laughs> never wrestle with a pig. Okay. You get dirty. One reason you don't want to wrestle with a pig is because you get dirty. And besides the pig likes it. So don't get down. Don't get into mess. Don't get involved in mess. Don't get dirty. Okay. Never wrestle with a pig because you get dirty. It's ugly. And besides, it just doesn't stop. Mess just keeps going. I've heard people talk about the slop pen and the, the trough of the, the, the pigs and how smelly it is. They like doing that and they like just in, in their mess. But we're not messy people. We're going to do the right thing. And don't get yourself mixed up with the wrong kind of talk, the wrong kind of ideas, the wrong types of beliefs. We believe in God. And, and dirt just keeps getting dirtier. If you come out of dirt, you think the right things and speak the right things and you'll have the right things in your life. Well, um, he lived to be like 94 years old and he had, he, uh, he had many great quotes. Those are just some of them. But this again, this is a critic. This is an activist, political activist. But he was known for his insistence because he put things in perspective and he kept moving his life forward. OK, so we're going back where Jesus said. So he's the ultimate in this healing school. Jesus said with men, it is impossible, but with God, but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. So reminding you in the natural world, you may not be able to accomplish it. In the natural, you may not be able to accomplish it. We ain't talking about you by yourself. It's with God, but with God. You heard the same, but God. I went through this. I went through that. But God, but God, but with God, nothing is impossible.
So again, in the world, you may not be able to accomplish it, but when you step into the realm of the supernatural, that's what we're talking about. Praise God here at Calvary. We're saying this 2021 is a year of supernatural manifestation. So when you step into the supernatural, what do you do? God adds his super to your natural. This is what we're believing for, for you to take that label off. You can't do it by yourself, but you take that label off and you add God's super to your natural. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. For all those that are here, that are listening, Lord, that they are hearing it. And this word is coming alive on the inside of them. And they're taking the supernatural power that you have given in your word. And they are hearing your word, that you have sent your word to heal them and deliver them from all destruction. And that you are the God that heals them and takes sickness away from the midst of them. And nothing is impossible with you, Father, you are said that we ought to be loose from these infirmities in our bodies in the name of Jesus and that by Jesus stripes you took and bore our sicknesses you carried our sorrows and by Jesus stripes we are healed so we lay claim to your word you said that you will heal all of our wounds father we glorify you lord that you are an awesome god and thank you and we bless you for all your benefits. You forgave our iniquities and you're healing every single one of our diseases. Whatever is going on, nothing is impossible to you, Lord. So we just thank you for your healing power flowing through, Lord. We're rejoicing and we're rejoicing and we're rejoicing that you are manifesting your power on the behalf of those who believe. They believe and they are not doubting you, Lord. They believe your word and we thank you, Lord, that they will get testimonies. They will give testimonies of your faithfulness. So again, you add his super to your natural. And what seems impossible becomes possible. So we're in a war, you guys. War for our health. We are in a war. And I like um, in closing. Uh, oh my gosh. I keep doing this, y'all. Okay. We're in a war. So I like Joel 3 and 10. I'm just going to read a portion where Joel 3 and 10 says, let the weak say I'm strong. Okay. When a war, and that's what they were in there, and they were cleaning up their weapons and they were doing what they needed to do. And he says, and let the weak say I'm strong. It's important that you say that you're strong. Take that label of impossibility off of your life. And also in 2 Corinthians 12 and 10, portion of that scripture, it says, I am weak. When I am weak, then am I strong. I am weak, then am I strong. In the natural, you may be weak, but when you put his super to your natural and you say what he says, life springs forth. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body. Hallelujah. And you are the redeemed of the Lord and you say so. And we say so. So Father, we just honor you and thank you for everyone that is tuned in today. Thank you, Lord, for their time with you. 
that you have proven yourself to them as never before. Show them your glory. Show them your kindness. Show them your deliverance power. Show them the glory that you have for them that will bring praise unto you all the days of their life and that their children, their children, children will talk about what the Lord has done in their life. Long life, you satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you guys for being part of the healing school today. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, oh my God, this is the time. Just say with me, Lord Jesus, I need you. I open the door of my heart and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Lord, make me the woman or the man that you desire for me to be. Thank you for coming into my life and helping me to be all you call for me to be. I put my past behind me and I'm running towards you. So I'm encouraging you, if you prayed that prayer, to... Uh, let us be a blessing in your life. Uh, Texas new Texas to new life at 55444. We'd like to give you some information to help you just to walk this out. You know, you were created in God's image. He already, from the foundation of the world, you belong to him. Now that you're coming to him, he's ready to help you. This is not going to be hard for you. It's going to be who you've always been. But now you've opened the door and you let him come in. So let him prove himself. And let's just get all that he has for you. I'm excited about your new life in Christ. We love you. Okay. And then uh, we never like to leave a broadcast without giving you opportunity to give. I believe in planting seeds into the word of God. When I receive the word and I want it to definitely take root in my life, I believe I should plant some seed so that it can grow. So I'm believing that you heard the word today and it is growing in your life. and You are taking that label of impossibility off of you and you're planting the seed and you're saying, Lord, I planted this seed and I know that this is going to grow and this will never come back in my life. I believe you and I trust you. So I'm just uh, believing with you. Uh, we have many ways to give. You can text to give. It should be all on your screen. You can text to give at the number there. You can give online. You can mail it in. Uh, you can bring it in. We have our, our doors are open that you can come during the office hours and bring it in or you can call it in. Call your credit card to uh, our church number here on the screen and to extension 163. Extension 163 is very secure and uh, you can get your seed into the ground. He says that to bring your tithes and your offerings into the storehouse so there'll be mead and then prove me and see when I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that there's not room enough to receive. So we thank you for your giving. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the for viewing, and I thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. God bless you and reminding you that the word works when you work the word. See you next time. This is Bill Winston. I am inviting you to a conference you do not want to miss. It's the Virtual Rise Conference. It's hosted by Dr. Philip and Brenda Goudeau. Now, this conference is February the 2nd through the 4th. I'll be speaking on the first night, February the 2nd. Now, you expect a miracle. Now, you might say, well, wait a minute. It's virtual. God doesn't have to go anywhere to be everywhere. We are seeing miracles happen.
on a virtual conference. We are seeing it. I am seeing it. And you are going to come and expect a miracle. Now, sign up today. Register today. Get in on it. February the 2nd through the 4th, the virtual RISE conference. The theme again is power of the emerging church. I want you to be there and come expecting a miracle. 